0: Hello there I'm Bob West and welcome to the switchboard and this is episode 6 where we're going to fulfill a promise to our one and only listener so far of having another person on the show and we're looking forward to introducing her in a second um, just want to remind you that we have a YouTube site and then additional sites for you to check out that um, Yasmin, our guest my wife partner friend and fellow banterer on the show. And she has her own show that you can listen to and you can check out. She's going to tell you all about that right now by introducing herself. I don't have my own show yeah, yes, you do. You're on YouTube. You have your own show. My wife just informed me that she doesn't have her own podcast. Let's be clear. <laughs> I never said podcast, <laughs> I said show. So for bantering, it could be interesting, folks, because she's going to hear one thing and I'm going to say another. So we're going to try it again. So, Yasmeen, uh, introduce yourself. Tell us about yourself. Tell us about what you have online, and uh, we'll go at it on the switchboard.
1: <laughs> Hello there, everyone. My name is West, and I do run a YouTube channel called The Reiki Accountant. And that kind of morphed as a way to uh, just share some metaphysical concepts and... Um, also explain a little bit what I do um, in terms of healing and also my primary more mode of uh, paying the bills has been accounting for a number of years now and um, so I add in a little bit of financial tips here and there as well on my YouTube channel
0: and uh, let's see US have some online presence as well you have a website
1: I do. It's the Reikiaccountant.com. That is T H E R E I K I Accountant.com. And there, there's a full description of all my healing services. Now, um, by healing, I'm referring to energetic healing. So this is into the woo-woo stuff. So if you are not into that, um, you probably will think it's all BS. <laughs>
0: And so and to be clear, you know, even though we've played doctors on TV and maybe even on this show, we are not licensed physicians. We do not give you medical advice. We give you information, hopefully to help you balance your life, which is what they'll find there. Right. So even if they've never tried it, they could take a shot. And you have some services that you do.
1: Yes. So um, I've been Reiki certified as a master Reiki healer for a while now so i've been doing that in person and also remote services now recently uh, about a year ago i started to get into um, rife technology and also scalar technology and the scalar is um, basically energetic frequency healing that pairs quite nicely with the reiki and it can also be done either remotely or in person um And then rife frequencies are, um, again, uh, frequency type healing that targets a specific ailment. So for the rife, it's a, for Reiki and Scalar, it can be a little bit more general and just be um, just to support general health and general well-being and to um, help the body detox and regenerate. Right frequencies are a little bit more targeted and they have a big database of different frequencies for various conditions. And I use the Spooky2 system, which is um, it's highly rated and used by a lot of people. And in the database, there's all sorts of frequencies to support all sorts of ailments. So things like... You know flu viruses um toxins uh there's a there's a heavy metal detox program um other other things like that um so
0: basically you have shrimp cocktail boiled shrimp <laughs> shrimp on bread right yeah bubble nice gum shrimp bubble yeah gum shrimp, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so man, thank you forever for those references um but what you're talking about is alternative healing modalities right? That, that we talk about on this show all the time being life lessons. And if you wanted to share briefly in a couple of minutes maybe why you became interested in this was you had a, a uh, medical condition in which you decided that Western medicine may, may be full of crap and decided to take it over and you actually managed to work with a doctor and if you could tell us about that in a couple minutes that'd be great and that would lead us into our life lesson discussion today about decision making paradigms.
1: Well yeah so in my early 20s I actually almost died from a liver condition and um, this was a number of years ago before I I met you and What I discovered, I mean, it was a very scary time in my life, but um, I, I was fortunate to have a doctor that did help me through that. But the process of getting help through the Western medical system was not an easy one. And it actually, it took me out of critical care but because of the medications that were prescribed and the procedures done, it actually set my overall health back quite a bit. And so uh, it was at that time that I knew there had to be a better way. And, you know, this was before the internet was what it is today. And so I- We used
0: to call that the library, folks. And if you couldn't go to it, it was known as the Funk and Wagnalls or- fucking Wagnalls because it was always <laughs> right and you always thought you were as a kid and if you were really lucky you had A through Z.
1: Yeah and so I, I went to the library, I, I read books, I went to health food stores and I learned about herbs and so I found some herbs that were able to help my condition. So I've I've always known that there's been a problem with western medicine and I think Now that problem is becoming much more prevalent where they're not being compensated to help people heal they're being compensated for procedures and medications so there's a clearly a conflict of interest there Um, and you know I don't think a lot of people going into the medical profession doctors know that going into it but They kind of get their hands tied once they're in it. Um, So that was kind of my background um, and how I started looking at more natural healing modalities. And with um, COVID happening, and I saw that a lot of things with our supply chain may not be available. Well, you know, some of the more traditional things of getting herbs and vitamins and supplements and stuff, that might be a problem. Um, So I started to look at what else is there available? Well, there's energy healing. And so I started learning more about that. Obviously I'd already known about Reiki and that's um, incredibly um, wonderful for just relaxing a person helping them with emotional issues. Um,
0: so, so let me pause here, if I can, for a moment. Because um, maybe some of our listeners, <clears throat> or even our one listener, doesn't know what Reiki is, or doesn't understand its background. But the one thing that I've often thought about is the fact that Western medicine is based on pretty much you know, the last three, 400 years of techniques, pretty much since, uh, what is it, Spanish Inquisition. Um, and previous to that, we know that societies, Egyptians, Chinese, so on, were, were doing surgeries, but we wouldn't call it quote unquote Western medicine. Well, Eastern healing philosophies and Reiki and things like this have been around for thousands of years before this, and herbal medicines even further back. And you got to kind of yeah. wonder if everybody kept saying the same thing for a thousand years, why we just didn't listen to them.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, these are things that were proven to work. Otherwise, they wouldn't be used, and they wouldn't have survived until this very day, right? Yeah, pretty much. So
0: so leading us into what we do here on the Switchboard is we try to take calls, which we'll be doing live, and at some point, Yasmin I mean, will be joining us for that. Um, and that is if we can get more than one listener. And then uh, we try to do uh, infotainment and life lessons. And so we were driving along today. And we were talking about changing people's decision-making paradigms, or needing to, which reminded us of a two thousand and five movie, which we both love, called Sahara. And the fact that there are a number of really great lines in that movie. And
1: African war zone, ship a death, right? <laughs> about your boat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All gone. All gone. <laughs> um, but who, it's it's who again? It's a Matthew,
1: Matthew McConaughey, uh, Steve Zahn, Penelope
0: Cruz, uh, and uh, William and, H. Macy, Right. and then our favorite, and we were trying to decide on how to, how to explain this to people, one of our favorite African American actor named Lenny James, and Lenny James, for those of you people who don't know him, uh, was on a TV show called Jericho. And he was the pool guy that was on Jericho that was actually the FBI guy or CIA guy or Secret Service guy. We never really find out, but he's, he's known as a pool guy. And Yasmin and I have always wanted to be pool guys, always wanted to be a pool guy. Um, but he's also in The Walking Dead. Oh, Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's in the first few seasons, and I think he's in some sort of preliminary show. So he's done pretty well for yeah. himself. Yeah, he's the guy with the stick. He's the guy with the stick, that's right. <laughs> but uh, there's a line in there about, it's in there, isn't it? Decision-making paradigms. And when we talk about life lessons.
1: Right. It's when Steve Zahn and um, Matthew McConaughey, they're wandering around in the desert trying to find this ship.
0: Right, we don't want to give too much away, but right, right, Right. That's, that's
1: it. And so he's going through, you know, everything they've gone through so far and how, you know, it's not looking too good. And so he's like, you know, and Matthew McConaughey is like, well, what's your point? And Steve Zahn is like, well, you know, I was just wondering when we were going to reevaluate our decision-making paradigm here.
0: <laughs> and so, so most people, just to, to get to the movie before we really get into that part, most people thought about the movie was like some sort of chick flick, like Fool's Gold. But Fool's Gold is not a chick flick. It, I don't think so. It's an action-adventure movie. Yeah. Right? Okay, and Sahara is definitely an action-adventure movie. I mean, you've got Gold... You've got The Desert, you've got Penelope Cruz, you've got Steve Zahn who's awesome. If you've ever seen a movie called That Thing You Do. I think he's also in, um, is he in The Doors? I don't remember. I think he plays a musician in another movie as well. Um, we're gonna go to Steve Zahn's history really quick here. We'll go to his filmography, but I thought it was The Doors. Maybe it wasn't. Um, he's been in so much stuff. Um, And it continues to be to this day, you know, so he was in Sahara in 2005 as Al Adorno. Oh, he's an employee of the month. He's in national security. Uh, Let's see what else. Saving Silverman, which is incredibly funny if you've ever seen it. Um, From the Earth to the Moon. Oh, he's Elliot C. Right. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: That thing you do, he plays Lenny. Yeah, that's it. Crimson Tide. He's
1: he's the guy that runs off and gets married. Right. He's the guy that goes
0: to the um, goes to the casino. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So he he's he's a great actor, but you know you were talking about decision making paradigms and life lessons, and I think that people get stuck, like they expect sometimes others others expect them to only make X decisions or Y decisions, and then they decide. They decide that they want to do something else, but maybe they're afraid, but maybe that maybe that's the time to reevaluate this. I mean look look at what we've come out of. Well What's yeah,
1: and just you know, back when I was sick, I mean I I could have made a very different decision to go the traditional route and I might not be here today. So
0: Yeah. You know, like parents are always making decisions or supposed to be parents making decisions that you know help their kids, help their family provide. You know, this is what, I mean, that's what the idea is. You become a shelter for your child, maybe. I mean, I've, I've never had that problem. We, me and I, uh, we have pets, um, which is very lucky. Because <laughs> if you make a mistake with a pet, you know, you can get another one and, and people will <laughs> get mad at you. You make that kind of a mistake with a child, you know what I guarantee? A lot of people get mad at you, right? <laughs>
1: You can't give away a child. You can't give away a child. Not so. that we give away our pets, but if it's truly problematic, you can rehome them. So it's
0: not like you can rehome so, your kid. But we're not. Yeah, <laughs> right. But we're not talking about when we talk about decisions in your life lessons, you and I. We're not talking about sitting down and spending an hour or two trying to decide whether we should have pizza or Chinese. What we're saying is that little maybe decisions. That some of those little decisions, we should we should stop a second, maybe look at them a little bit differently. Maybe we shouldn't be relying so much on Western medicine or a certain food store or even a certain clothing style right now. I mean, everything went up 14% in the United States. I I don't know what's going on in the rest of the world.
1: Yeah, no, it's definitely getting tough out there, but you know, I, I can't really think of one huge decision I've made that's completely changed my life. It's for me, it's always been like a series of little decisions here and there. It's like, you know, what is, the best choice for me at this one particular point in time and you know working towards a certain goal but you know if something changes in my life i might have to completely start making different decisions to work towards another goal
0: okay so our our listeners may or may not know that i'm an aries which makes me the most stubborn person on the planet and you all, oh yeah oh yeah and you all follow me because aries starts the list don't, Not don't, always. Don't, don't be fooled <laughs> by that other stuff that people tell you. But normally, I make—I always felt that I made reasonably good decisions in certain areas. And I have made incredibly poor decisions in other areas. And what I really think when you talk about reevaluating evaluating or, or taking apart your paradigm, your decision-making paradigm, one of the things that you should always look at is where you make good decisions a lot where you make bad decisions a lot, right?
1: Well, yeah, and there's one thing that needs to be said here. You have to be willing to take an honest look at yourself.
0: Right, that is tough.
1: And you have to be willing to take an honest look at your life and admit to yourself, how much of that was my own doing?
0: Yeah, yeah, you do.
1: And a lot of people don't want to do that.
0: No, and I get that because we have this thing called ego, which we'll be talking about, I'm sure, later on the switchboard. But, you know, we do. We have this thing called ego, and that's what it protects us from is other people bringing us down, right? Right. (laughs) Well, it's
1: much easier to point the finger and blame somebody else than actually take accountability for what you did to contribute to that situation. And I'm not saying that people don't have hard times, and, you know, sometimes you just have horrible luck, but... You know, did you have a plan in place or did you just kind of float around assuming nothing bad would ever happen to you? I I mean, that's not realistic. Emergencies come up. I've
0: known people who have been like that. They could float around. I mean, the type of person could fall on an airplane and land in a pile of S, you know, and walk out of it. Just walk right out of it. And that's great. They knew that that was happening to them. We knew it. But they just thought that's the way it was for everybody. Well, you know. they are all struggling. This guy's like, oh, I got a new job that pays twice as much. Okay. Oh, check (laughs) out the hot girlfriend. I mean, seriously. You know, his car got hit. He got two other cars kind of stuff. That was the way he was.
1: And you know what? That's great that there's people that could actually exist like that. You know, I consider myself a pretty lucky person. And I, you know, but I've also worked hard. It hasn't been handed to me. I don't fall out of an airplane and land on a little, you know, cushion that just (laughs) slowly lowers me to the the ground. (laughs) That's
0: the way he was. That's what he did. Hey, listen, we're going to close this up. Um, Even though this is the first time we've gotten you on the show, we really appreciate it. Um, again, your website is called?
1: TheReikiAccountant.com, and all my links to my social media are on the website, along with, along with some articles on some more woo-woo projects I'm a part
0: of. And if you want to be interviewed on this show, or you want to be the second or third listener on this show, which we'd really appreciate, and you have a comment, you can always email us. Uh, I think we have mail at YouTubeWest.com. That's our YouTube site. That's YouTubeWest.com. Um, and what that is basically is a bunch of videos that cover all sorts of subjects, much like the show will, and eventually hold some life lesson stuff there as well. But mostly we want to thank you for being on the switchboard and to tell you to uh, enjoy all the podcasts that you managed to hear.
1: Thank you.